Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Friday. It's Friday. It is. November 4th. Wow. Two more weeks, and we'll be leaving for Tampa, Florida. And we'll, we'll, be, we'll be going to where it's cooler right now than what it is here. We're going to have a 72, 73-degree day today. Oh, man, the weather's been beautiful. But we are looking awesome. forward to Thanksgiving and our travel. But it's Friday. And um, another week, another week of learning about righteousness, true righteousness, true holiness. I hope it's been blessing you. And before we begin, we want to, again, Lori and I thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. And um, we mean that. Uh, we would not be here. We would not be if it wasn't for you. Your encouraging words your uplifting letters, your prayers, and your financial support. Amen. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Amen. I mean, every day I am just, I stand in awe at how God has taken such good care of this ministry, and he, he does it through you, through you. And uh, we praise him for, for you, and we're thankful. And, you know, Friday's the only time we, we do mention um, giving, and we just, we just let you know how for those that the Holy Spirit is speaking to and ministering to. And, you know, I never want to become that man who's like, you know, don't forget to give. Don't forget. I don't want to do that. You know, don't. I don't forget to become a partner, to become a partner. And you'll see ministries today, you know, it's all about signing up the partners, signing up the partners. You know, <clears throat> monthly don't, I don't want to be that man. I want to let you know how to for when you're moved upon, because I believe Holy Spirit will move upon you. And I do believe in giving. I do believe in giving because we are grace people and we have the nature of Jesus within us and it is to give. And I know that as we give, it, it, it just opens up the flow of more grace and more grace and more grace, not to be received by God because we have all the grace we need, but it opens up the valve that causes the flow to grow even more. And that, that like flow that. will grow into you being able to bless other people and other ministries. But, but, you know, the flow, you know, the flow. When you turn on that sink and it's full, 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 full force and the flow is coming out, you know, and you might be washing dishes or whatnot. And that could be the picture of, you know, blessing other ministries. But what happens? It's, it splashes. It does. It splashes all over. It splashes all over. It splashes all over. And, and what happens is that splashing... That splashing effect is, is the flow of grace, the overflow of grace that now flows into your life, okay, that, that causes the blessings that God has stored for you to be able to be received or purchased or bought like because you've grown the flow of grace. So Lori's going to you know, share with you um, the ways to give, and I'm going to put them up on the... Uh, on the board as she does it three ways the first way easiest way i guess is to text and the, the number is 845-250-6508 and it's on the board and it's on the board technology website is the second way and the address is new life ministry mhv.org and it's on the board the board <laughs> Third way is to mail in through the mail, and that address is New Life Ministry, 841 Route 52, Suite 6, 
Fishgill, New York, 12524. There you go. Those are the three ways. And let me put the third way up on the board if I can find it. I think this is the third way. Is it not the third way? Nope. That was text. That's the text. All right. Well, anyway, you got it from Lori. <laughs> and, uh, and you got the website. So now um, we're going to continue. But before we do, no, that's not what we're going to do. Before we do, we're going to pray. I want to pray for a sister of ours. I want to pray for Jessica. Um, Jessica is a dear sister of ours. I had the uh, privilege, we had the privilege of meeting her and her family through through Karis Bible College. She was one of our students. And, um, you know, she is undergoing um, treatment right now for a cancer that we know that, you know, she's already been healed of. Jesus already carried it on the cross. Amen. But she's going through the process of, uh, you know, radiation. And I know, I know what, what that's like. And um, she's strong. She's in good spirits. She's in great spirits. You know, but it does tire you. It does tire you. And it does, it does weary you. And so uh, we're just going to continue to pray for Jessica. Oh, Jesus, that you would be her strength, that you are her strength. Oh, Jesus, that, that you're in the fire with her and, 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 and she's resting in the fact that you are with her. And, and it's you. It's you that's going through the fire. You're going through it for us, not only with us, but for us. You are our strength. You are her strength. You are her source of energy. You are her peace, Father. And we thank you. We thank you and praise you that that cancer is dead and it's gone and it's mm. never to return and that Jessica is healthy, healed, and whole. And we thank you, Lord, that at this time she finds, uh, she finds a restful time, a restful time, you know. And, and sometimes we don't stop. We don't rest, and we need to rest. And we, we, we pray that you would give her a deep, peaceful, comfortable rest, rest in, and relax relaxation in you. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, if there's any of you who want us to pray for you uh, together, we're a family. We're a family. Please let us know, and we will pray. We will pray for you. We're believing for Alzada, you know, with ALS, that even now her body's being strengthened, and she will walk. She will get up from that bed. We're praying, praying for Brett in Koksaki, Keksaki, New York. We're, we're thanking God that his legs are healed and whole. You know, and uh, just let us know, and we, we will pray, and we will stand, you know, wherever two or three are gathered, okay? Wherever two or three are gathered, and we're gathered together, and we will pray, and we will believe together, and we, we will uplift each other. So listen, I asked you before, <clears throat> if you have any, any words you want to share, anything you want to share, maybe from what you've been getting from the studies. Yesterday was so good for me. I listened to it here again at the church before I left, and um, I copied and pasted it into my notes, and I will be listening to it again today. And um, I went over the verses last night before bed and, and earlier during the day, and uh, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I was soaring. Um, <clears throat> and just 
I mean, all of the verses were good. But this morning I read them again, uh, um, the Romans 6, um, 4 and 5, and were permanently grafted, permanently, permanently, can't, sti- can't be stolen, <laughs> permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection like his. Oh, boy. And, you, and the new life oh, that great. it imparts. Aye. Wow. Aye. The new life that in a part. Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? Wow. And I mean, it goes on. It's just... New life. New life. And then we connected that with John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus says, I came that you might have life, life more more abundantly. abundantly. And that abundant life comes through the gifting of righteousness. But, you know, I listened to that message two or three times also because I didn't have notes on it. Um, When I stepped before you, um, you know, in front of the cameras to start the stream, you know, I had in mind one thing I was going to start talking about. But then all of a sudden, you know, Holy Spirit shifted. He did good. And um, I I just totally depend on him. I I want want my words to be... I want them to be his words, and I don't want to add anything to it, you know, because sometimes we can add to it. We can add to it, and I don't want to add to it. I, I want it to be his words. And so, you know, I, I just want to uh, talk about some things that he's put on my heart, you know, he's, he's putting in my mouth this morning. And again, it goes back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, where he says, where God says, he's saying this to the Father, he, uh, the Father's saying this to the Son, and he's saying this to the Holy Spirit. He's saying, hey, guys, let's make man in our image, you know, in, in our likeness. Period. There, mm. then, there's a, there's a, then there's a stop. There's a pause. There's a, there's a colon or a semicolon, but there's a stop and there's a pause. And, and as they looked at each other, they all agreed, yes, let's do that. And so <laughs> they created a man, believe it or not, they created a man that God was able to walk side by side with, shoulder to shoulder with. You know, who he loved to be with, spend time with, talk to, fellowship with, you know, wanted to know how his day was, find out more about, about his day and about this beautiful, wonderful creation that God get, gave him, gifted him, gifted him, gifted him. And then what happens is we read in Genesis chapter 2 where it says, And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Wow. Freely eat. Freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day that thou eatest, thereof thou shalt surely die. So, you know, you know the account. Satan came and deceived. He deceived. He deceived into, he, he deceived Adam and, 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 and Eve. He deceived them into believing that they were less than what God told them they were. Our image and likeness. You're already our image and our she likeness. still does. Yeah. So what in essence they, they were deceived or the, and then they chose to do was to join a do-it-yourself system where they were in charge, where they were better than God. And, and you see, Satan, Satan want, wanted that because he revolted against God. He, he was supposedly one of the most beautifulest of all the angels. 
and one of the most gifted. But it, I mean, it, it wasn't enough. You wanted more. Pride, arrogance. And you know what? He wanted to get God's creation out of fellowship with God and into fellowship with him. And that's basically what happened. So they sinned and they fell and they entered into the law of sin and of death. Right? Right. But you you know, and it was by their own choosing. It was by their own choice. And so here's God. He knows I created them in true holiness and true righteousness. And because of that, because that would be just like me, they would have dominion. They would have dominion. So now they lost that image and likeness. They lost it. And they lost that dominion. Now, there was only one way to get that back. And that was through Jesus Christ. That's why the word salvation is so powerful, soteria. It means to be rescued. It means to be delivered. It means to be delivered. It means to be redeemed. It means to be set free. You know, it means to be healed. It means to be whole. You know, and it, may, it means to be made well, and it means to be protected. This is what salvation, sozo, soteria means. And it had to come through and by Jesus. And that's why Romans chapter 8, verse 2 says, the law of the spirit of life, life, life. That word life is so powerful. It comes up all the time. The law of the spirit of life has set us free. It set us free from the law of sin and of death. Set us free. Just like, just like Jesus, uh, just like Lori just read from Romans, how we were permanently grafted into Jesus. So that means we're per- permanently grafted into his resurrection life, his newness of life. Mm. And the only reason why that could be is because of righteousness. This is why Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. The power of God unto redemption. It's the power of God unto rescue. It's the power of God unto deliverance. It's the power of God unto the freedom from sin. It's the power of God unto the freedom of sickness and and of disease and of death and of dying. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is is that power for soteria, for for salvation. So we are restored to the way Adam was before the fall. Amen. Right? Amen. 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 We are completely That's... restored. We are not in the process of being restored. We are completely restored. And this is why Paul is so, is so powerful, because he introduces us into the newness of life. Mm. He introduces us into the new creation life. See, I don't want to be like David. I don't want to pray like David. I don't. You know, because what did David pray? You know, you know, Lord, don't remove your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, create in me a, a clean heart. He was in the old covenant. Yes, yes. And you read Romans chapter 4, you know, Paul talks about how David looked forward to our day mm. where God no longer held sins or counted sins against us. Here and why? Because we're just like Jesus Christ, okay? So fully, fully restored. And we know that because, because in Ephesians chapter 4, you know, I keep repeating these verses, and you're going to know them, and you're going you're gonna to be able to come at the enemy, come at the enemy mindset with them. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, it says, put on the new man. Put him on. 
right? Who after the image of Christ has been created in true holiness and true righteousness. Put them on. Okay, well, Paul, how do I put them on? By effort, by work, by doing, okay, by making a list of people I can help, you know, by, by, by you know, uh, by, by giving, and, 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 and I don't just mean, you know, giving a little bit, okay, I gotta, I gotta stretch myself and give a little bit more, you know, because in the, in, in, in the amount I give, you know, the greater it is, the greater the reward, you know, uh, I, I, no, no, verse 23 tells us, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that's how you put on the new man. Your mind now. You see, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. The old order has disappeared. The old order is gone. It has been replaced with a new. Behold, everything is new. Everything is new. We're new. Mm. We're new. Yes. We're just like Jesus. For as many as received him, John chapter 1, verse 12, to those who received him, he gave, God gave the right to become his child, the authority to become his child, the ability to become his child, who were not born of the flesh or of the will of man, but who were born of God, born from above, born of the Spirit. All right, so now... The old order is gone, but you know, our soul, our mind, the memory banks haven't been totally wiped out, haven't been totally erased, but now we erase them. We renovate them. We renew them. How? The word, the word, the word. The living word. The living word and, and the new covenant, new creation, New creation reality, words of God that tell us who we are. We don't mix them up with the old covenant. No. We don't mix them up with, with descriptions of the old man. We don't mix them up. We only, we only consider ourselves the way God considers us. This is why it's so very important where Jesus says in John chapter 17, verse uh, 21, 22, and 23 in his high priestly prayer, it's very important that Jesus, that we understand it. Jesus said in Father the Glory, he's, he's talking about resurrection life. You see, the Gospels are, are, are primarily before, you know, before the cross or, or before resurrections, you know. Right. They, 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 they kind of end there. Paul tells us now what really took place at that resurrection day, on that third day. And so you see little, little spots of, of, of Jesus and, you know, sharing grace, sharing grace, sharing grace. Now, after the cross, after the third day, and especially when Paul came, they started getting it. This is why in 2 Peter chapter 3, Peter is saying these things that Paul is teaching, they're sometimes hard to understand. You know, and we're wrestling with them, but you need to pay attention. I am. To them. Mm. So if Peter tells me I need to pay attention to this, to his writing, I'm going to pay attention to him. You know, that's why I spend 85% of my time in the Pauline epistles. He is telling me, he is revealing to me. 
the Holy Spirit through Paul is telling me, is revealing to me who I am, what I am, and what I have, and what I can do. I will not let religion, I will not let, you know, the enemy, I will not let enemy mindsets tell me differently. Especially, even if they're sincere. Especially if they're confused because they don't know how to rightly divide and rightly cut the covenants. And this is, this is we, we, we'll throw out that portion of scripture that says, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needs not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Okay? Right. What is Paul talking about? Start from verse 1 of chapter 2. And you see that Paul is talking to Timothy. He's saying, Lori, well, Timothy, Lori, remember the message of grace I've taught you. Remember the message, the living message of grace you've seen in me. Remember that message of grace. Stay true to it. And then he's telling, he's telling Timothy, find other men who you can teach this message of grace to. Who you can read it. It's in context. And so then in context, study. Study what? He's talking about grace. Study out awesome. this grace. Study out this grace. A workman that needs not be ashamed. Why is he telling that to Timothy? You have to understand the word of God. A workman that needs not be ashamed. Needs not be ashamed. Need not be ashamed. Where did you hear that before? Paul, oh. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation, for therein lies the righteousness of God to all who believe. So you see, Paul is consistent. So now he's telling Timothy, Tim, a workman needed not be ashamed. Ashamed of what? The gospel of grace, Timothy. Hmm. Right? Show yourself. A workman need not be ashamed. The gospel of grace. Rightly dividing a straight cut, the word of truth, the law, grace. You know, when you see grace and you see righteousness and you see true holiness, you will read the Bible, especially Paul's writings, and it will come alive to you all over again. And the more grace you doing. look for, the more grace you will find. That's what it's doing. The more righteousness you believe in, yep. the more righteousness you will find. So now you know what that verse of Scripture is talking about when he's talking to Timothy. And that word, that verbiage, need not be ashamed. Connected with, I am not ashamed of the... Do you see that now? I got it. Did you see it before today? No, I did not. Isn't the Holy Spirit good? He is so good. Because I didn't know I was going to share that. I didn't know, but he just showed me it. He just showed me it. So now the next time I preach the gospel of grace, the message of grace and righteousness, I can pull those two scriptures together. Need not be ashamed. I'm not ashamed. We're not ashamed. You're not ashamed. And so to reiterate what we talked about yesterday, where Jesus said, I came that you might have life, life more abundantly. The thief, right? The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. We know who the thief really is. It's religion. It's the religious order. It's the religious system, you know, that tries to keep us in the do-it-yourself system. Now, it could be applied to Satan, but in that portion of Scripture and in that context, Jesus is talking about those teachers and prophets that came before him. Make no mistake about it. 
So he said, they'll come and try to steal and kill and destroy. You mean teachers are, are, are killing me and destroying me? Yep. Yep. Know what you're being taught. Know what you're receiving. Know what you're believing. Know what you're believing. But, and, but then Jesus says, but I came. I came that you might have life and life more abundantly. Now, when Jesus made that statement, they didn't know exactly what he was talking about. They knew later. See, so when we're reading it, we're reading what they're hearing. They don't know what they're hearing at that time. John doesn't know what he's hearing when he's writing that down, but we do. I came that you might have life, the life that was given away at the garden. I came that you might have life and life more abundantly. That life where Adam had dominion over everything. That life that put you in peaceful fellowship with God. I came that you might have life. And the only way you can have that life is if I die. See, they didn't know that. The only way they can have that life is if Christ died. And then Paul tells us, That when he died, he became sin with our sin, who knew no sin. And because of that, he went to hell. But he was an innocent man. He completely satisfied the will of the Father. And because he was an innocent man, and because he was a holy and righteous man, God raised him up from the dead to newness of life. And those of us, that received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior by believing in him, that, that by believing that he was raised from the dead on the third day, instantly hmm. we believe in our heart, right? He was raised from the dead. Instantly, and we make confession with our mouth that he is Lord and Savior. Instantly, we believe in our hearts to righteousness. Wow. Instantly, we believe in our hearts to salvation, redeemed, rescued, delivered, ransomed, made whole, healed. Instantly, we are eternally and forever grafted with Jesus Christ. When he was raised from the dead, we were raised with him to newness of life in full righteousness and full holiness. Thank you, Father. The righteousness of God. Amen. The first time I heard that, I've got the righteousness of God. Amen. That's righteous. You can't get any more righteous. Amen. And I have that because of Jesus. We I have, have the righteousness Amen. of God. And we are it. Whew. We have it. What a glorious gospel. And this is why Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power, power, power. of God unto salvation for all who believe. Timothy, 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 study to show yourself approved. A workman who needs not be ashamed, ashamed, rightly dividing, a straight cut. A straight cut, law from truth, from grace. So anyway, that's Friday. We love you. 
We love you. Uh, we hope that one day we can get to meet each and every one of you. We this will. Sun we will, right? Mm -hmm. This Sunday, this Sunday, um, we have service at 10 o'clock. If you're in the Fishkill area, come, come and join. Us. We're going to have a great time, a great time. We celebrate, we celebrate. We celebrate our God and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And we celebrate our gift of righteousness and true holiness. If you can't, you can watch us live on our website. On Facebook, we, we start a little bit later. We start after the song service on Facebook. You want the full service, you know, watch on our website. And we will put that link on Facebook so you'll be able to just get right on it. And then we'll be with you again next Tuesday morning. We'll have a different background to celebrate the fall season in, uh, in the beautiful Beacon Fishkill, New York area. We love you. Walk in your blessings. And enjoy them. <laughs> Amen.